listening to Rising Above with Becky Davidson. And look at my daughter, and I have compassion for her because this isn't happening to me. This is something that happened to her. Autism may affect all of us, but it happened to her. She's the one who has to live with it every day. Welcome to Rising Above with Becky Davidson, where we hear from special needs families who rise above difficult circumstances and discover that joy can be found in every story. Thank you for joining us. Here's your host, Becky Davidson. Hello, friends. I am so glad that you are joining us this week. You know, we are in our summer series here at the podcast, and today I'm joined by my friends, Leslie Sanderson and Jade Cross. And we're going to be talking about, okay, school's out for summer. Now what? For so many of our kiddos, breaks from school and changes in routine can be super challenging. Plus, finding things for our families to do together is tough. So in this episode, Jade and Leslie share some of their experiences and share some tips and ideas that have been helpful for their families. Before we jump into the conversation, I want to let you know about a brand new video-based series that we are releasing here at Rising Above in just a few days called Even If. Now, this is for moms, and it's something that you can do with a group of friends, or you can do it on your own, and it will be available for free on the Rising Above website. Now, we'll post all the information on our social media platforms to let you know when it's available. So be sure to stay tuned so you can find out when that releases. Okay, well, let's talk about summer breaks and how we can navigate those changes in routine with my friends, Jade and Leslie. Hello, Leslie and Jade. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Hey, I'm so glad to see you. Uh, You know, it's summertime. I'm wishing that we were actually at the Exceptional Bean, having coffee, sitting around and have a con- having a conversation, but it's summer, so you guys are home with kids. Um, I'm at the office, and so we couldn't actually get together for coffee, but it is great seeing you, so I'm glad to have this conversation. Now, you both have been on the show before, Leslie, you most recently, um, and so we shared a little bit of your story then, but give us a little um, update in the last couple of weeks, <laughs> months <laughs> since you were on and tell us a little bit about your family. All right. Well, uh, my family and I moved here in 2012 for my husband's work and God was looking out for us. And, you know, we didn't know how much we needed to be here, but uh, my sons have benefited from attending Tennessee Tech. One just graduated last year. One just finished his freshman year. And my daughter just uh, finished her freshman year at Cookville High and uh, did really well and enjoyed it. And we've been really blessed. And I, up until last year, was a homeschooling mom of my boys. And then um, I work from home now, so part-time. And so it is your daughter who brought you into the disability space, and that's kind of how we met. So, Yeah, she um, has autism. So she has autism, and um, so that's how how I got to meet you was through your daughter. And then, Jade, I feel like I've known you forever, um, for a very long time. Yes. Uh, And so I am so glad to see you. It's been a while since you've been on. So tell everyone about you and... Just update us on what's going on with you guys. Okay. My name is Jade Cross. We um, have, I've been married to my husband for, it'll be 18 years this August. Congratulations. And, yes, 
and we have two girls, uh, Cambry, she will be 17 in October. Wow. And then Carter, she'll be 11 in August. Um, Cambry just, she's on, she's nonverbal autism and, um, Carter, she's 11 and very much typical (laughs) 10, 11 year old. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going she, on 22, right? Yes, she is. Yeah. Um, she just finished uh, fourth grade going into middle school next year. And Cambry just finished her freshman year of high school. And our, our daughters used to be in the same classroom. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So they went to school together for years. So that's how Jane yeah. and I know each other. Yes. That's so great. So great. And so, you know, it's fun for us to sit and have this conversation. You know, we're doing... Um, a series here this summer for the Rising Above with Becky Davidson podcast, where we are just have, talking about different topics and different things. And so we had people give us different ideas of what they would like to hear conversations about. And one of those conversations was about, okay, like school's out for the summer. Now what? Now what? You know, we're on this these, this break from school. Routines are off. You know, for those of us, especially with us who have kids on the spectrum, when routines get messed up, oh my goodness, it is not a fun time sometimes. And so I thought, well, let me bring on my friends who have two beautiful girls who happen to be um, on the autism spectrum, and let's have a conversation about what it's like when our routines get messed up and kind of maybe some fun things that we can do in the summer um, when Things have changed and things are looking different. So, okay, let me ask you something. So summer break. So for you as a mom, summer break, do you love it or do you wish it just wasn't even a thing? <laughs> Leslie, what do you think? <laughs> oh, I'm grateful we have a modified schedule so our summers are shorter. Mm. Uh, part of me would like to have you around school. I-, I think it would be easier for the kids and for yeah. me too. So, Yeah. Jade, what about with you guys? Well, um, I'm on the fence. <laughs> Cambry, um, she, this last year was a little trying. Like it was learning new independence with high school, new teachers, new schedules. So it was a trying year. Yeah. So we counted mm-hmm. down the days till summer. This year. <laughs> You're like, Oh, yeah. please, summer break, come yes, quickly. She, um, of course, she loves to sleep. So she is very much loving not being, having to get up at six o'clock and going mm-hmm. to school. But we still have um, her, we started doing OT three times a week during school. So we continued that. So she still has some sort of normalcy that she had during the school. We still go to um, kids first is where she goes um, to for her OT. And then we, we still continue that. Um, but I have been letting her sleep. So she yep. loves her sleep. So that, that part is typical. She loves to sleep in. And so, but I, I'm on the fence. We love it. And then it does get like toward the end of the summer, she gets so bored. I mean, like she's yeah. ready to do so, something yeah. else. So mm-hmm. yeah. That- that's the so. case with mine. Mine loves the social, um, yeah. loves the structure and she loves the social, she loves people. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we were, that's one of the challenges of summer. She really wants to get out and do stuff. So right now, um, 
one of the first things that we found helpful is we take advantage of any program that she's the least bit interested in. Like right now she's in a job skills camp. It's just two weeks, but she loves it. And some of the kids are the same when she has some school. So I, I, for us, we take advantage of any program that we think she's interested in. And there's been times we put her in a program. She didn't like it and we we didn't force it, but anytime there's an opportunity, we, we give her a chance to, be with their peers and learning opportunities. Yeah. Well, we are in, you know, our school system is one, like you talked about, it's kind of a modified school year. And so we have a shorter summer break. You know, I, I have some friends actually at the time of this recording, their kids are still in school for a couple of more weeks, even though, you know, we've been out for quite a while here yeah. in our town. Um, and so I know, you know, for us, that for our families, I think a lot of our families like having, um, especially kids, our kids with special needs, to have that routine to be in school, to not have such long of breaks. I think for some of our families, it it really is a big help. So for your girls, though, when you're looking at, you know, um, school, do they enjoy school? Do they want to be out of school? I mean, I know Cambry had a little hard, you know, a little bit harder year this year. But generally, is it something they enjoy doing? And so then when that's taken away, you know, quote, for the summer, um, is that something that they're sad about or how do they respond? Leslie? I My daughter goes through periods of sadness if she is not returning to the same teacher. And it's a mm-hmm. grief for her because she, she really bonds those teachers and she misses them. Uh, fortunately, she has going to have the same teachers this year. So she's... I mean, she loves being home and there's a certain level of freedom that she enjoys. And she's, she's pretty flexible as far as, you know, those kind of adjustments. It's unexpected stuff that will get her. And in the summer, you'll have a shifting schedule, like at the last minute, like, mm. you know, and, and that it can be difficult. Like her brother's car is, it's getting fixed today, but I've been driving him around and there's been times she has to come with me and she's not like that last minute changes. I mean, mm-hmm. she, we talk about it, but there's always some, it, yeah, it, it's hard for her to do last minute stuff mm-hmm. changes. Yeah. What about Cambry? You know, how, when her routine gets messed up, how does she typically respond? Yeah, she doesn't like, like, like <laughs> Leslie said, yeah. she doesn't like, we have to very, like, role play. We have to spell it out, tell her what we're doing. And she's now, like, if we go somewhere, I'll have to tell her where we're going, what we're doing, where to turn. <laughs> she try, like, mm-hmm. she tries to tell me where we're going. Like, um, like if we go to her OT, there's a certain, like, roads that we take every time mm-hmm. so yeah. she, if I turn a different way or to try to go somewhere at first she doesn't like it like she mm-hmm. does she has she's very structural yeah. and routine and yes. she knows where to go and yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah like if I put my shoes on she's like where are you going where are we going what's oh, yeah. happening mm-hmm. I'm like yes. I'm putting my yeah. shoes on because I have plantar fasciitis and I can't walk barefoot <laughs> yes if I if I've been in my home clothes or, you know, just like, you yeah. know, my home short, you know, and if I go in there, if I've changed clothes, like she'll look at my clothes and like, look at me, look at me like, well, what are you doing? Where are we going? Yeah. Like, yeah, she'll, she notices like that. And if, do you feel like get, she's on, do you feel like she's on higher alert in this oh, summer? Yes. Yes. Mine, mine is. Mine is like every key, every time I jingle the keys with like what's wow. happening. Yeah. But this, whereas when it's school day, she's not on yes. high alert. Yeah. That, um, we, I was in her closet last night looking for Carter. She's she's at camp this week. She goes to Cedar Lake Camp, and um, she 
was looking for a pair of sandals. She's like, last time I seen them, Cambry had them. So I opened Cambry's closet to look for them. And she's like, why are you in my closet? Because I do, usually do it on school nights. You know, I'll usually yeah. go in her closet yeah. and get her clothes out. And she's like, what are you doing? Why are you in my closet? She did not like that. I was like, I'm mm. looking for Carter some shoes. <laughs> so, yeah. We're not like, going anywhere. <laughs> no, don't worry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I hadn't really thought about that, about them being on higher alert Yes, in the summer, you know, or when the schedule's off, just being that you know, in tune and like, oh my goodness, what what change is going to happen now? Yes. But yeah, that's got to be challenging, moms. Yeah, it calls for patience because there's times I'm like, can I just do one thing and not have mm. to have a conversation about mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you you just go, well, no, we're not going anywhere. I'm doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so Jade, if you're driving somewhere and you don't go the way that she thinks you're supposed to go how does she typically respond what does she do she'll try to like she'll try to type she'll point like to, to the correct way she thinks mm. you're going and i'll mm-hmm. usually i usually know because she don't go many places so i'll usually know like where she's saying i'll, I'll, yeah. I'll just redirect her and say no we're not going there right now i've got to do this first and then she'll i mean i'll say you know i either need to run to the bank or you know run to the mm-hmm. post or, you know something i'll just say where we're going so she'll just mm-hmm. try to point she doesn't really, I mean, she doesn't get upset about that yet, <laughs> but she just tries to point me in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, Leslie? What does Charlotte typically do if, if things don't go the way that she's expecting them to go? Most of the time, like Jade said, you can, you can redirect her. And once in a while, usually if it's somebody leaving the house, let's say I'm going to Sam's club for, you know, we're out of toilet paper or something. And, she, and I'll say you can come or you can stay home. And then we'll have that. We call it that decision meltdown where she's like, I don't know if I want to go. I don't know if I want to stay. And then she'll, you know, wind up crying in the driveway. And so, you know, that's difficult. And, and one of the things we have, have taught her to do, you know, taught her that we're going to say is we can't take you out in public when you're upset like this. Mm. It's not wrong to be upset, but we can't take you out because um, other people will understand. And so usually when she has a meltdown, she has to stay home. Mm. And it may mean I have to wait till she's calm because I can't leave her with the boys. I can leave her with Jim if she's upset, but I can't leave her with the boys. So that doesn't happen often. I take that probably a couple times a week. They happen more in the summer. Mm -hmm. So I just, most of the time I can head them off, but sometimes you can't, you just have to talk her through them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's tough on, you know, they're used to their routine. They're used to how things are. And I know, I I remember for us, you know, we're kind of, we're now on the quote unquote endless summer because John Alex is not in school, which is, it's, you know, there's good and bad about that. I mean, he doesn't have that routine, but he loves not having a routine. He loves that he can sleep in as late as he wants to every day and, you know, do more along the lines of run at his own schedule. But I know for us back when he was in school, you know, you, you had to adjust to being out of school and then you'd get in that rhythm, that new normal, that rhythm of being out of school and then whammo, it's time to go back to school. And then we've got to adjust all over again to being back into that routine. So which is harder for you guys, like transitioning um, out of school, going back or both just as challenging, which is, which is uh, more challenging or easier for you, Jade? What about you guys? Most definitely going back. She gets so used to sleeping, just like you said, she gets out of her routine and I, she actually, but then again, I, I say that, but then I, she gets so bored at the end of the summer because she's just so, <laughs> used to There's only so, so much yes. you can do. Yeah. yeah. She gets so, yeah. 
I mean, but then she, but she does love to sleep. So that's the whole, um, and she's not a morning person. So, mm. so the whole getting up, I think we're going to try to do, redo her IEP so we can go in maybe at 10, 10 to two. So she can actually enjoy getting up and going instead of, these are her last two years of school. So, you know, I'm going to try to let her enjoy as much as she can enjoy it. So I'm going to try to just let her try to adapt her schedule because I yeah. I want her to love it. Because like you said, she did love school. She loved going court, like Leslie said, and she had the same teacher for the last six years before she went to high school. So that was an adjustment for her. So I think mm. that this last year is part of that. But, um, but I think once she gets into, um, more, of course, toward the end of this year, she got more used to, they got more used to her and they learned her. So I think it, it got better, but I think to answer your question, I think it is going back from summer Mm -hmm. just because we've gotten used to our summer routine. Yep. Yep. Got to get back up early in the morning and it's so hard. It's so hard for them. What about Charlotte? Oh, she's a morning lark. That I can't fuss about it because I am too. I mean, yeah. she and I are both not. I mean, everyone else in the family's night people, and we're the morning larks. So, getting up for school is not a problem for her. She loves people. So, I think transitioning to summer. I don't know if it's harder for her. It's harder for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I try to make summer have th- something to look forward to each day. Yeah. So, you know, even if it's small, it's something we either do together or I take her somewhere. I, I just really plan for her to have some social interaction because mm. that's important to her. Yeah, it is. Well, your girls are both teenagers now, <laughs> hard to believe. And, um, you know, mm. when you look back, you, know, you see how they respond now. But when you look back to when they were younger, you know, just starting school, did they respond differently um, than how they do now to when when breaks would come and because I know you know we have listeners who have who have kids of all different ages and at all different stages and so how did they respond when they were younger maybe preschool just starting school Leslie what about Charlotte I think it's gotten easier over the I wouldn't say it's gotten easier over the years I think Charlotte has learned coping techniques and yeah. with maturity. I think she has learned to process that. Uh, my daughter is verbal. Um, and if you've met her, you know how much. Um, so, you know, she, um, she will, she's talked about things like she'll say, mommy, I was stressed. So I counted to 10 and took some deep breaths. And these are mm. things she's learned in our school system in um, different life skills classes. And she's also learned it at home. So I I think it gets better as they learn the cycle that summer and school year and changes and that changes can happen and they get through it. So I I think it's gotten better because they've gotten better at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about Cambry Jade? Yeah, I I agree. She, when she thinks she's matured into, um, her feelings and I think she and with medicine <laughs> we've we've mm-hmm. we've um discovered medicine and it helps a lot um I was uh, I was against it but I mean it it's really totally changed who she is but like but I would say it's gotten a lot easier with her mm-hmm. age um like when she was smaller it was it was rough um but like when we when she was she had like when we went to Putnam County, she had extended school year. So she'd had a summer school 
I mean, and that helped a lot because she could still yeah. go, you know, and still be in school. But where we go now, there's not, that's not offered. So, yeah. Yeah. So for all of those parents of younger kids who are really, really struggling, there is hope. Yes. They, they, <laughs> as our kids get older, they mature and they learn coping skills. And so both of you would say, I know it did for us as Jay got older, it just some of those things that were so hard early on yeah. did get easier. Yeah. Um, so, you know, on those days that they're struggling, on the days when, you know, I know you talked a little bit about Charlotte had learned some skills to help her calm down. What are some things that you all have in place? You know, you've talked a little bit about them, but let's say that it's today and Cambry thinks that she is going to get to just stay home today. There's not going to be any changes. Nothing's, you know, everything's going to be what she thinks it's going to be, but that change happens and she is not happy about it. What strategies do you have in place to help her transition when those changes come up? Well, it's a lot of role play. Like I said, we will, she's very into bluey right now. <laughs> so I will talk, talk through like the scenarios of bluey. Like we'll say, you know, if we need to go to the store, I was like, bluey had to go, you know, bluey had to go to the store, mm. you know, and like just, and she will get into that. Um, it changes who like, who she like she loves the shows yes she she yeah. relates to those i guess mm-hmm. i mean and then um and there's some good little shows on bluey like there's some good life lessons on there so um we i mean i i really do just kind of change this like the whole mood and just just kind of redirect her just because meltdown isn't worse her her day getting ruined or my day getting mm-hmm. ruined so i just got and it's probably i mean you can call it spoiled or whatever but in our world <laughs> you know i mean like I just you're adjusting, yeah, and, and it's yeah, and it's just not worse. I mean, I know her world is not everybody's real world, and we can't, and we just kind of, I just kind of roll with it, and I just mm-hmm. whatever I can. Of course, I I'm the mostly the one that can tell her mood. So if I can see like what, I just kind of redirect and take mm-hmm. away what, and I yeah. and I I just talk through the changes like I'll just just lay it out in the steps Mm -hmm. and because she's very visual part like visual and if I can just tell her what we're doing and where we're going first and try to and then if and then if something changes along the line I'll just kind of redirect it yeah 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 well Leslie I know You've had some changes in that you're working from home now. And so (laughs) I laugh because I know there's days, you know, some days I'm, you know, I'm usually at the office here at Rising Above, but there's some days I work from home and that is challenging. You know, when our kids are there and we're trying to work and, you know, even if I have a caregiver there with John Alex, there's still all the distractions and all the things, you know, that go on during that time. So how are you making that work over the summer? You know, you've, I know we have we have working moms, you know, who are maybe working from home. How have you found in this? Uh, I know I know this is new because this is your first yeah. summer to do this, but yeah. what are you doing to help make that work for you and for Charlotte? Oh, you know, we're still figuring it out, and mm-hmm. so right now she's doing her. She has four hours of the job skills camp in the morning, and I try to get things done then. But, you know, like I was listening to Jade talk about role-playing with her daughter and it's knowing your kid and knowing the keywords for us, it's humor. Like if I see her start to spiral, you know, 
I can just say something silly. Um, like, you know, if you keep saying that those cows out there are going to, you know, <laughs> they're going to think you're calling them for dinner or just something mm. completely silly. And it will, it will, that will break that, that humor and you get, you get to know your kid. And so as far as work is, I just have to be content to get what I can done when I can and when I need to stop and pay her attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really grateful. And that's one thing I just have to say is, you know, God is so good. And I had worried and worried about what I was going to do reentering the workforce because I, I wanted to just for future security. I don't want to be, you know, I don't, I don't know what the future is. I want to know that, you know, something happened to my husband, his health or anything. I could, I would have be building my job skills and God's been really good and giving me a good work situation. It's positive. It's flexible. And so I'm incredibly grateful for that, but there's times I just have to set aside and go, I'm going to get back to this later. And sometimes mm-hmm. I wait until Jim gets home and I do work in the evening. It's just, it's day to day. And for me, it's just staying flexible. And she's also understands and has been really supportive of it. And so there's times she's like, I know you need to work right now. I'm going to go swing. And what nice thing is the swing is I can see outside mm-hmm. from my window. So, you know, we have, because it's never, she's never felt neglected while I'm working. She's really supportive of it. And mm-hmm. I, appre- and I have to credit her that. I mean, yeah. She's been supportive. And, and so, like I said, we're still figuring it out, but so far, so good. So yeah. I think flexibility for That's me great. has been the key. Yeah. And not putting that pressure. You know, it feels like you've, yeah. you've just kind of said, I'm not going to put pressure on her. I'm not going to put pressure on me. We're going to just kind of take it day by day and yeah. work work when you can. And thankfully, your your job allows for that. Yeah. That, yeah. that you, can, you can kind of spread that out throughout your day. So that yeah. is... A huge blessing. Well, Jade, I know, I mean, you've got Carter and you've got Cambry. You've got <laughs> girls, you know, two girls who want to do totally different things. Yeah. And so how do you make that work when you have, you know, yeah. Cambry who, who probably wants to stay home? I would suspect yeah. Carter is a go, go, go. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> so how do you make yes, that work? I rely on my parents a lot. <laughs> my, mm. They're both retired now. Um, so... Um, they, I'll be like, mom, I need to do this. But like Carter, she's at camp this week. So, um, in the morning time, I take her and her friend. And then in the afternoon, her friend, her friend's parents, they'll bring Carter home. So I rely on family and friends. Um, Carter is very social and she's made the cheerleading team for her middle school. So she, that's, that's yes, that added that. And then, um, she just finished recital, which dance recital. So she's very um, into her sports. So we, I do have to rely on my parents and Cody a lot, my husband. Um, but then Carter, actually, I had a hair appointment last week and my, my parents weren't uh, around. So I'm like, Carter, listen, I need you to keep Cambry. She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay, I've got to run to get my hair done. So, but it's like the hair salon is like a minute away. So it's right here in town. So I was like, I was just going to be 30 minutes. So I was like, you text me if you need need me. Um, and I was surprised. I mean, she stepped up. She texted me one time and said, I think she's getting mad. I was like, well, offer her a drink. I knew she, and she said, okay, she took a drink. She's okay now. I, I got it. I was like, okay. So I'm like, uh-huh. there we go. There's me another babysitter. <laughs> she's been home enough. <laughs> but, but I wouldn't be, um, I mean, I was just close and I, I was um, not long. So, I mean, I wouldn't trust her for long periods of time or a, a meltdown. But 
I mean, for just if I run in close, I mean, like, so I was like, well, just going to train her in right. So, but yeah. <laughs> that that sounds a lot like our experience because siblings are such a blessing and yours is just getting old enough. But I remember the first time Jonathan was 12 and I just wanted to walk around the neighborhood because mm-hmm. where we were renting was a nice, small little neighborhood. And she didn't want to go in her stroller because she had, a, I had a big jog stroller for her. Yeah. And so uh, we, he didn't even have a cell phone. So we had a little walkie talkie and I just <laughs> uh. walk around. And every time I come around, cause it was, it was a tiny route. I had to go like six times yeah. to even get close to a mile. But every time I go by, he'd wave at me through the, the storm window <laughs> and go, it's okay. Uh, yeah. And so, and that was our first time that mm-hmm. I left them with, with her. And then as they grew into it, it was a real blessing. Yeah, I think it, Carter felt a sense of accomplishment because she was, yes. you could tell that yeah. she's like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, are you guys able to do things? I know, you know, like with, with Carter and Cambry, there's totally different things that they like to do. I don't know about in your family so much, Leslie, but are you all able to find things to do that you all enjoy in the summer or is that a challenge for you? Cambry, she loves water, like any kind of water, um, especially creeks with rocks. Yeah. Like she will sit along a creek and throw rocks all day long. Like she will do that all day long. So I think like when we do that, we found one like it's right here in town. It's right below a doctor's office and there's a parking lot. We'll park and she'll just get, but Carter, she'll bring a scooter and ride around the parking lot. So we can, we can all go and, um, Carter usually gets bored before Cambry. So somebody will have to run her home, you know, or something, but like, we found we found a couple of things, but like Carter mm-hmm. will, uh, loves the water parks and going to Dollywood, like stuff that we can't do anymore. But so we'll have to take somebody. We'll have to, you know, we'll have to split up. Mm-hmm. But we found ways to work and yeah. work around it. Yeah. What about you, Leslie? It's funny she mentioned water because Charlotte, any water will do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's a pool, yes. a swimming hole, a creek. She loves yep. water. And so when we were younger, we would go hiking. And then the reward at the end would be she'd get to play in the water mm-hmm. for like half an hour. Yeah. And so that's something we all like to do together. Now that the boys are older, they're, they're 23 and 20. So we have family events, but there's part of them that have almost half flown the nest. So they have, you know, their friends and they do their things together, but they try to include her. Um, and sometimes she loses interest part way through. So my husband, I'll come along and we'll do something for a while. And when she, like, if we're playing disc golf, she's good for about four holes and then she's done. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll take her, you know, to do something else. And, and so we get to do a little bit together, but yeah, she loves water. Um, likes being anytime outdoors. It just seemed to be calmer. I think all kids are calmer outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's, I mean, it's calming for me. So I can, yeah. you yeah. know, <laughs> we live in such a great area for, just beautiful places to go. Yeah, we sure do. Okay, so let me ask you this. Are you guys a vacation kind of family or a staycation kind of family? Which do you prefer? Like doing things locally and just staying at home in your own beds? Or do you prefer traveling and getting away? Which do you prefer, Jade? I'm a both. Uh, I love, I mean, sometimes it's ch- travel is challenging with Cambry. Um but we, summer, we usually don't, if we do anything, we'll go to like to Pigeon Forge or something, just cl- look close, closer. We usually go to the beach at fall. Um, 
but I mean, usually at summer, summer vacation, we just usually stay around here, um, just because it's hot. And it's, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather, we'd rather go to the beach when it's cooler. Um, yeah. but, but usually most of the part, I mean, I love, we love to go. Cambria is a go, but it's just challenging all the mm-hmm. obstacles we have to, she thinks she needs to yep. go a certain way, you know, all the things, but, um, but we, we do both. Yeah. Leslie, what about you guys? Staycation or vacation? Well, that both, because of course, staycation is stable and there's not a lot of mm-hmm. changes. But if we go someplace and we go there for a week, it's worth the travel. And so like, you know, we'll try to go to the beach. Um, usually it has to do with coordinating everybody's schedule. But there was a time we didn't do a lot of travel, to be honest with you, because Charlotte didn't do well. I mean, there was a time where our in-laws who live in Maryland, um, they were coming to see us rather than us going to see them because she would start making these competitive humming noises to block out the car sounds. And after 10 hours, we were all going crazy. Um, I even would bring earplugs because I found out I'm, I'm sensory defensive with noise. Yeah. And so I would put in earplugs partway through because I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, and so traveling for several years was any long distance it would be just short. We'd just drive to the mountains, maybe two hours away and we'd camp because she's a great little camper. But the long travel was so hard and we just didn't do it for a long time. Yeah. And now she's fine in the car. Um, but for a long time, it was really, really, really hard. We just didn't. We just would go yeah. short places. Yeah. Well, I know this is, you probably are going, okay, how in the world are we supposed to find time to do this? But, you know, it's so important for us as moms and parents, you know, to try to find some things that fill our tanks <laughs> during these times, especially when our kids, when we're, you know, when we're more hands-on care, so do you have any things in place that you do? I know, Jade, you got to go get your hair done, you know, fixed. And that is, that's a win all around, I know. But, you know, what are some things that you have in place that are more soul care for you? Maybe during these breaks, time, you know, I just remember, man, you know, the, the breaks would come and, and just trying to get into that new rhythm, that new routine of school being out and you feel like you can't breathe because it's full on care and, and then, you know, getting the shift again. So what are some things that, that you have in place that help you during these long stretches of time that you're on, on call, on duty more than typical? That's a lesson learned for me because I think Saturday, um, my husband knew I was just climbing the walls. And I told mm-hmm. him, I was like, this is, there is, I'm either working. I told him this, I, you know, you, ha- we have meltdowns. We do. <laughs> <laughs> so we just have to be more adult about it. But I said to my husband, I was like, I'm either working or sleeping and not enough of that or caring for Charlotte. And I was climbing the walls. And so he took her for the afternoon and I put up my hammock in the backyard and I laid there and I read and I napped and nobody talked to me for about three hours. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but that was a sign to me that I had not been taking care of myself. Cause see, I'm in a new trend. Like you said, I'm in a new transition. I've got job and her yep. and I had, and I usually have like plans for like weekly time alone or something that refills my soul. And I hadn't really taken care of that. And so that's why I was climbing the walls and Jim saw it. He saw that look in my eye. And he's like, I'm just going to take her somewhere. <laughs> but that was like, oh, that's right. I haven't been, I haven't been setting aside from time for me to recharge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've, we've already talked about that, you know, one evening a week, I'm 
I'm not going to sit at home and tell them I'm having alone time. I'm going to make myself go somewhere. If it's, you know, go sit at, you know, Panera Bread and read a book. Come and, sit on my porch. You can yes, come join me porch. on my porch. Yeah. So I'm a, I just hadn't realized I hadn't planned during all the transition. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about how am I going to handle work and transportation and getting her to and from her. her mm-hmm. and, it, and it was supposed to be till three. And then we found out last minute it was till one. So my schedule suddenly changed and I just didn't accommodate that. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a good example of you need to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. So because we have meltdowns too. Yes, <laughs> We've we got do. to take care of ourselves. What about you, Jade? I mean, I'll go, I mean, I'll get a pedicure whenever, like, I mean, she'll stay with my parents or with Cody. Um, there is, uh, we have recently got a portable hot tub. So I'll go and when everybody's taken care of in here, I'll go out there and sit for mm-hmm. five minutes or something. <laughs> <laughs> as much as you can get. Yeah. 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 I mean, just whenever I can find a minute. Right. Take the time you can get. Yeah. And yeah. I try to I try to enrich. One thing we did during the lockdown that I, I did is I turned every moment alone into an event. So if I was driving 10 minutes to get Charlotte from school, I would put on my podcast. I would have a nice drink. I would pretend that was, I would make that time special. And so like, if I go sit on the back porch to read alone, even, you know, even a family's home, I'm going to light a candle and put my pretty flowers. I have a little begonia pot. And so I've learned to just enrich those few times I have alone and not just, I mean, really be intentional about it. Like make tea or have my favorite drink or something to I call them a little oasis and even if it's only five or ten minutes mm-hmm. if I've made it special it feels more restful mm-hmm. that's so good Leslie that's a great idea and you know that's so true just <laughs> you may only you know I'm thinking about because I, I, I now being a single parent solo yeah. parent you know I think about those moms out there who are listening who are like you know, I don't have a spouse to come alongside mm-hmm. and help. I don't even have a mm-hmm. caregiver to come alongside and help. You know, I'm blessed. I've got a great team to help me with John Alex. But I love that thought, Leslie, because that is something, even if you only have 10 minutes, well, that, to enrich that, that's beautiful. Yeah. And the Bible says, you know, that... It- God prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies, prepares a table and we will garnish things and we serve people things and make it special. And I was like, mm-hmm. if, and, and it made a difference for me, even though it was just a, t- you know, just a minute worth of effort and it made yeah. a huge difference. That's, that's a, that is a great idea. I love that. And, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, our attitudes, <laughs> you know, you talked about, you know, we as adults, we have meltdowns too. <laughs> But, you know, our attitudes can impact so many things. So, you know, when you look at your life, you know, you've got your daughters, you know, Leslie, you're working, all these things. How have you seen your attitude impact not only how you feel about things, but how your family feels about the situation that you're in? Absolutely. I mean, attitude is everything. I can, I can, when I, if we're in the middle of a mountain. I'll see that people will look to me and see how I'm judged or how mm-hmm. I am reacting. And if I can, you know, just keep it calm and just go with the flow, it changes the whole dynamic of it all. Not, not only Cambry, like her attitude and reaction, it, everybody else around me. So yeah. I can, and it's took some, I mean, it, it took some time to get there because yeah. early on, I, I mean, I could go right, right down there with her because I could I could feel myself spiraling but mm-hmm. as 
split we talked about. We grow, and I think we've grown with them too, is we learn how to um, regulate ourselves too, I guess, mm-hmm. with the way they're, we just accommodate, you know, whatever they're mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. Leslie, what about you? Oh, for me, I think, I think, I think the key word for me is, is compassion. Um, I, I know in my personal relationship with Christ, how compassionate he is on me. And then I look at my daughter and I have compassion for her because this isn't happening to me. This is happening to her. Mm. This is something that happened to her. Autism may affect all of us, but it happened to her. She's the one who has to live with it every day. I can call up some friends. I can go to a movie and I don't have autism in my life for that time. It happened to her. And so I think I practice that compassion because it's been given to me and that's caught by the people around me that, you know, when she is behaving in a way that's frustrating for maybe the rest of the family, um, and I have to give credit to my husband because he he watches over me too. So he's very generous and he's he's a, a true partner. And I, I see women that don't have that and I cannot imagine how difficult it is. But that compassion is that, you know, when we when we spend time with someone who is so gentle and compassionate, it's catching. You know, it's mm-hmm. like and and it, and we catch it and then we can pass it on to others is the and self-compassion of saying, Yeah, I'm sad today. I'm mm-hmm. sad when I watch my daughter's friends who are growing apart from her and her friends that are having boyfriends and life mm. um, milestones that she is never going to achieve. And I feel sad and it's okay to have those moments of, of grief and experience them and sit with them and then move past them. And I think we sometimes stuff things and they come out in bad ways, but, and then just, the joy of the fact that I love her and she's wonderful and there's things about her that are unique and beautiful and I'm grateful to be her mother. And all of the things that I've learned from that experience is just profound gratitude. I love that so much, the compassion piece and, you know, realizing that, yeah, this happened to her. You know, it yeah. impacts everyone, but it happened to her. And yeah. uh, so true. And, you know, I, I know that there's some moms who or parents who may be listening right now who are like, I'm really struggling. We're only just a few weeks into summer and I do not know what to do. You know, what would you say to that mom who's struggling, um, who's maybe having a hard time with these transitions, their kids are having a hard time? What would you say to encourage that mom? Leslie, what would you say? <laughs> I was looking at Jade because she just went through two weeks and not having <laughs> Yeah, with her husband being out. Okay. Jade, what would you say to that mom? Jade, what would you say? And now, Leslie, I'll give you a minute to think. You can tag okay. off that, okay? Uh, I, I mean, we just, you find like a new routine, a new normal with the two, within mm-hmm. the two weeks just because um, I, I called it Groundhog Day because it was like, the same, the same thing every day um, because I'm like, I was just surviving like not even surviving I mean like we I mean we did fine I mean I I just didn't sleep for those two weeks like I did not I felt like I had a newborn but I didn't have a newborn I love how matter of fact she's about she's like I just didn't sleep I did not every little noise I'm like oh no oh goodness oh no because yeah. I, I guess so you I mean not that um I don't know him being here just the um, for a little backstory, my husband was gone for two weeks for a banking school 
in Louisiana. So that's where, that's why I was alone for two weeks. Um, so for y'all, if anybody was wondering why. why. <laughs> Backstory. Back <laughs> Backstory. Um, she didn't kick him out for two weeks. It was just, uh, yeah. But, um, so yeah, we just kind of did our thing for two weeks. We, I kept busy. Like, um, of course, Carter, she was trying out for cheerleading her, Cody missed her dance recital. So that first full week, Carter was um, doing dress rehearsals, dance stuff. So my mom kept Cambry most of the time. But like, um, but that first week I was kept busy. So my mind, you know, my mind, and I was running on caffeine and, you know, but like, yes, that I don't, I just say, keep Keep busy. Go outside. Go outside. Get fresh air. Go outside. Yeah, we, yep. uh, we yep. went a lot. Of, we went outside a lot. We did when I wasn't running back and forth to dance rehearsals. We just trying to keep them busy. Playgrounds, uh, creeks. Mm-hmm. creeks. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, just yep. get outside. That's great. Yeah, I could uh, get outside. That's my go-to. Yeah. It's like just there's yep. something fresh about air. it. Les, fresh air. Leslie, what about you? What's your piece of counsel to, to somebody oh. who's struggling right now? Break it down mm-hmm. as short as you need for survival. If you can only look at, you know, just today, then just today. If you can't yeah. handle just today, then break it down to what am I going to do for the next hour or the yeah. next five minutes? So, you know, I, I think sometimes we get overwhelmed. There's times I look at these summers and go, oh, wow, like, Becky, this is going to be my life soon, three years from now. <laughs> it's really and okay. I promise. I, know, I promise. But, but, you know, when you think of those things, you think of it when it's at its worst. You don't think right. of it when it's going great. Like, yay, right. you can barely sleep. So, you know, I think sometimes we just have to break down things into tiny pieces and go, what mm-hmm. am I going to do for the next hour? And sometimes yeah. I just scrap the plan and go, let's do something that you find fun. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, sometimes we just have to decide we are not going to worry about the future. We're yeah. not going to worry about tomorrow. We may not even worry about the next hour. I'm just going to get through the next second. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so one thing I, I wanted to uh, also add is that stay off social media, and, and that's not possible. I'm 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 not off social media. My children are on social media. My my children's friends who I adore, and I follow State Park Rising Above. But I just scroll right past a lot of my yeah. friends who have these amazing trips to you know France and Italy and <laughs> you know right. Jamaica and all these exotic vacations. There's there's no way it's going to happen, mm-hmm. and for multiple reasons, special needs families just don't have those opportunities. And so you know, God has given me this incredibly beautiful life. And I look out my window and I'm looking at my back porch and my flowers and my, uh, you know, the trees and uh, the incredible beauty of living where we live in Middle Tennessee, all the great, I mean, I have a beautiful life. I have a beautiful husband and wonderful, three wonderful children. And so I could become discontent. And I have Mm -hmm. when I look at other people's lives. And so it's okay to just scroll past your bestie from high school and her amazing (laughs) life. You love her still, but you're not going to follow what she does. Mm -hmm. And I have found this brought me a lot of happiness because comparison is the joy. And I have so much joy in my life. Just scroll past that stuff. Don't look at it. (laughs) Yeah, I could not agree more. In fact, like right now I'm on a social media break and it it totally changes how I perceive everything because when I'm comparing my my story to someone else's, you know, what they're just sharing on social media, well, my my life is not going to look so, you know, so grand as their life. But like you said, I have a great life. I'm so yeah. blessed. And so I couldn't agree more with that. Like just for this this break from school, yeah. 
be really yeah. careful about what you're allowing in because it will impact yeah. then, you know, how we talked about our attitudes yeah. um, and then that impacts our kids. So great, great counsel. Well, friends, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing some of your, you know, expertise on how to survive the school breaks, the summer breaks. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to when school does start back and I will get to see you guys more on a regular basis. But hey, my back porch is always open. So you let me know. Come over, join me one evening. I would love that. We can sit around and have a conversation and catch up. So that would be great. Text me. (laughs) Yeah, I will. It's open, open invitation. You just let me know. So sneak in. All right, friends. You sneak in. That's right. She looks up and we just on her porch. Oh, they're here. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks guys. And I will hopefully see you very soon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Rising Above with Becky Davidson, created and produced by Rising Above Ministries. To learn more about us and our resources for special needs families, visit risingaboveministries.org or download our free app. If you've enjoyed listening and want to hear more, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. You can always share it to encourage a friend. And remember, joy can be found in every story.